Do you watch wrestling? Greetings, friends. Welcome. Well, hello there. Well, hello there. This is the greatest professional wrestling podcast in existence. I put it in the ring against any other of these awful pieces okay. of crap. <laughs> Welcome to the We Watch Wrestling Podcast. I'm your wonderful darling, redheaded bearded host, wrestling Matt McCarthy. With me, always. Pro Wrestling Encyclopedia, Mr. Vince Averill. Well, good afternoon, Matthew. Well, hello there. <laughs> What's up, dude? Not much, not much. How you doing? Man, I'm doing pretty good, dude. We got a couple of live show announcements, if you don't mind. Uh, Tell them. Nine years in the making. Nine friggin' years. Yep, there you go. Count them off. The ninth anniversary show will be coming to you live and direct Saturday, August 13th, the day after my birthday. So it'd be nice if it came out just as a gift. In the evening, Old Pasadena, Republica Lucha is where we're going to be doing it at. You know, old uh, Penta and Ray's spot over there in Old Pasadena. And uh, we're excited. They're excited. Everyone's excited. So uh, go to RepublicaBlucha.com and get those tickies for Saturday, August 13th at uh, 7 o'clock. And then we'll see you in old Chicago on uh, Saturday, September 3rd. 3rd, yes. Absolutely. Yes, my wedding anniversary. I miss it every year. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Oops. Um, well, and th there you go. As a gift, as a, as a anniversary gift to Maddie, come on out on September 3rd Saturday in Chicago afternoon, you know, because it's uh, it's all out weekend. It's Labor Day weekend, and so we we tend our little side of the street over there, staying out everybody's way, and do it on Saturday afternoon. And everyone has fun, and then goes about their business, assuming there'll be something um, wrestling related that night. But uh, we look forward to seeing everybody. And tickets for that show are at BeatKitchen.com, but also a direct link for both shows will be in the description of this show and are in the link tree that you can find on all our forms of social media. How about it? How about it? We were going to leave tickets to the live show for Bill Buckner, but he couldn't bend over and pick him up. How about it? He never it? came to that Boston show, did he? No, he didn't. I saw. Your brother was there, though. That's right. Sitting in front of the board. A good spot uh, if you're going to tape the show. Did he tape the show? No. Oh, I'm just say that old deadhead. I thought it was I didn't see him over there booting it. That's right. Making deep, grateful, uh, grateful dead references. That reminds me. Uh, let me grab something real quick. Vamp. Man, go ahead and grab it, dude. We're fired up for those shows. Uh, hopefully, you're fired up for those shows. We got some fucking uh, exclusive merch percolating, as we always do. Some, uh, At least one item we've never offered before. Another item that will be coming in a version that's never been seen before and um you know we just seek to please and so when maddie oh oh it's maddie okay what nothing i have so much to discuss i bet you do oh i bet you do I want to kick off 
with the biggest wrestling show that I've attended in years. NCW Red, White, and Bruised, dude. Oh, uh, 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 who all went? Me, my brother, and Jack. Yes. Uh, a stone's throw from my parents' house in beautiful, scenic Bristol, Rhode Island at the VFW. Could you have walked? Um, Not that close. I mean, you could have, but it, it's, you know, you got to walk around Bristol Harbor. Yeah. So it was better to drive. But I mean, trust me, dude. Their house is so buried down in like Bristol Neck that it's like, it takes, it feels like it takes an hour to get everywhere. I heard it's kind of like uh, a lot of people equate it to like, it's in the beard of the neck. <laughs> is that where the house is actually located in the neck beard of? Oh, God, there's so many deer this time of year. And there's two turkeys that keep making a mess on the lawn. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the program I went to got just blew off the table. You went to got it? I went you to got it. You talking crazy, dude. So if you, you an if, art museum over there? If you do, this is, it's quite the place. <laughs> huh? Those of you watching on the Patreon can see my, this is a beautiful. I believe our movie. dear friend Casey Corbin uh, referred to it as That's art right. museum. That's right. That's right. You could see it too if you subscribe to the Patreon and you could hear that interview with Casey if you subscribe to the Patreon. Our and discussion. you could see pictures of this event that I attended at the um, VFW Post 237 in Bristol, Rhode Island, which I'd never been inside before. Driven past it however many times. Okay. Um, I think... My family, maybe they've gone in there to use the bathroom during the 4th of July parade. What was the concession situation? Dude, they had Domino's pizzas. They had, uh, what did they, they kept calling them walking tacos. I don't know. Have you ever heard that expression? No. I didn't know what that meant, but they were like, we got walking tacos. We got. I mean, they put less shit in it, so it's easy to carry around without dropping it all out or what? I don't know. Unless it was a brand name that I wasn't aware of, but I mean. Walking taco. Dude, no idea. So go in the VFW. This place is old. Like it's got to be. It's got to be like Kane. well over a hundred years old, right? It's okay. got to be Kane. Let me look it up. VFW two three seven Bristol, Rhode Island. That thing better come back and fucking the voice of our old friend from Reseda. The Bristol Rhode Island. Thanks for the tweet. That was the strangest moment of my life. <laughs> um, I googled the phrase. Let me look it up. Uh-oh. <laughs> you know, you can't trust this serious son of a bitch. Anyway, go inside. And it's just such an old building. And uh, just tiny room. Perfect size for, you know, what we were doing there. Uh, perfect size for the show. They had a bar up top selling some candy, some chips. It, if you go downstairs to the restroom, that's where the other bar is. Okay. And as soon as you open the door to go downstairs, it just smells like a pack of Winston's. I mean... Are they actively smoking in there? It, they have to be yeah. because I, I, it was like being punched in the face with a tobacco mm-hmm. leaf. 
It's unbelievable. Um, so the show starts. It was um, it was a little long. Uh, didn't stay for the whole thing. It probably would have rounded out to about three hours, I think, because oh, wow. we. It was doors at seven, bell time at seven thirty, and then my brother left around nine thirty because he's like he's got a, like an hour drive back to Narragansett, oh. and then. Uh, Jack was like, we got to stay. We got to stay. They did a 15-minute break. I tried to get us to leave at the break. (laughs) I think, I've said it before, intermissions at wrestling shows, I think, are a mistake. It it kills the momentum. Yeah, it's not necessary. People find their spots to do what they need to do. Yeah. Um, That said, uh, we stayed a little bit past the uh, 15-minute intermission. And then once it got to about 10 o'clock, I was like, Jack, we're going, you know? So we missed, we missed the main event, uh, which was brutal Bob Evans from Swansea mass versus Robbie. (laughs) No, no, brutal. I mean, brutal Bob Evans, right? He, he was in ring of honor a bunch. He's like, a. I didn't know if he was still wrestling. Um, anyway, go ahead. Sorry. This is just the way that you said it sounded like bullshit. I haven't heard his name in so long. Sure. And he was never in shape. Not that it matters. I'm trying to be I, I didn't, I'm trying to be better. Well, I didn't see how he looked because okay. I, I, I didn't hang out. Um Do you remember in Ring of Honor there was the guy who was kind of like he was sort of cosplaying um Mickey from Rocky? That's him? That's brutal Bob Evans. Okay. Okay. Well, that's great. Uh I didn't know he's from Swansea. That's like, you know, the next town over, basically. Okay. Um obviously over the border, but like Rhode Island, it's like you don't even think about you don't even think twice going into Massachusetts. You turn around and you're crossing the border. Yeah, I mean you can't get to Providence from my parents' house without going through, you know, Rehoboth and Seekonk. I'm walking with my taco, and all of a sudden I'm dealing with the mass <laughs> state trooper walking tacos. So then he went up against uh, Robbie the Giant, uh, Arujo, mm. Arayo. He's from Bristol, local local boy. Okay. He came out. That's this guy, the guy smiling, the baby face. He, a giant, uh, yeah. I think, I think it might be ironic that they call him a giant. Ah, uh, okay. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's giant in heart. Yeah, giant in heart. Uh, I guess the angle was, and I appreciate that they do. Um, storylines, mm. you know, because it's like, and they they brought us up to speed about everything that had been going on. This real awful son of a bitch named Dallas McCarthy. What Uh-oh. you should have seen? You should have seen Jack's face when he's like, "What? What?" <laughs> he's now the um, the uh, New England uh, champion, yeah. and he's uh, just. You gotta, you gotta figure he, he, because he's in bed with these clowns, the League of Excellence. Oh boy! And you gotta figure that they did some horse play, some chicanery, some mm. some nonsense to get his hands on the gold. Uh, he's all talk, no walk, tacos, none of it. You know, he's all talking, no walking tacos. The, he's yeah, ta- he's all talking, walkos, no walking tacos. Barely carry a hot dog, this guy. 
Uh, so the show opens up. It is uh, Gail and Devine Barquet, uh, who I wasn't sure if they were a married couple or a brother and sister. And then when they started smooching, I was like, oh, God, I hope they're married. <laughs> this reminds me of that uh, Instagram account, Siblings Are Dating. Oh, God. Oh, God. So they uh, they opened it up. They went against, uh, they went over uh, Armani, Chaos, and Randy Rivera. Uh, decent open, you know, felt very, um, felt like everybody was still getting the swing of things. But um, good match, good athleticism. Uh, enjoyed it. Uh, you know, got got the people. I was I was thinking at first. I was like, all right, this is uh, everybody's just going to be chill. Not a bad seat in the house. We were, you know, practically front row. This this kind of feels like almost every seat is front row. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, after that was Osiris. Maybe is it supposed to be Osiris and they spelled it wrong? Under a hood. No, it wasn't the guy from Chikara. Okay. That was o, that was Osiris, right? Well, I think there was. There's definitely Ophidian, right? And the Osirian portal, I believe it was called, right? No, like, I don't remember who right. Gresham uh, reluctantly spoke about being part of what I can't. If he, I think he was a Massus, maybe. Anyway, so Osiris, uh, the Osiris of this shit was there. That's right. He, uh, first of all, this was funny because, you know, like we got our program here. We got the, the, the card and, um, Osiris, he's announced as being from the depths of your nightmares, but on, but on the card here, it says Bridgeport. So I, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen, Connecticut, you know, it's a, it's a very polarizing place. Brother, was there anybody on the card that you knew? Uh, no. Okay. No. Um, oh, finally he, went to a real indie show. God. Finally scouting out some new talent. He went up against Shea Cash. Uh, they had a pretty good match. Shea Cash is from the 508. So now I know what a cache is, but I don't know what a Shea Cash is. You know? Well, you would have found out this night on July 9th, Saturday. <laughs> uh, decent match. Then, then I think we had our Dallas McCarthy and the League of Excellence celebration mm. with, with the NCW New England Championship. Um, the members of the group, uh, led by Dallas McCarthy, I believe they have a mouthpiece named BC Putnam. I, I may get some of these wrong. I was trying to take notes because sure. the, their names weren't listed on the on the card. I love um, you in a pad of paper, just like your old buddy Melts. That's right. Uh, I had my stopwatch. I had my pad of paper, and I had my t- I had my uh, you know uh, cool pancreas my pancreas shirt tucked into my jeans. So uh, there's Nick Diamond. Uh, there, uh, the the woman in the group is Asana. Uh, there was a guy with a beard, I think, named Rust. And then there was uh, the boozy brawler, uh, Zachary P. B. or Zachary P. Bow. Okay. Um, him, I, re- 
I got a kick out of. Um, Boli, Bolu, Boliv, Zachary P, Bolu, Bolu. Seemed seemed right. Z like, uh, Z P book. Z P B. He um he's got a great look. Uh, he wearing a singlet. He's got you know the uh, strongman mustache. Mm-hmm. Um, they came up for the celebration. They open up a bottle of champagne. A couple of people, and I don't know if anybody out there listening has experience taking a pull from a freshly opened bottle of champagne. But uh, you got to know what you're doing because everybody that took a drink, I'm like. Oh. That champagne is going to spray everywhere. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's bubbling over now. Everybody. <laughs> and they didn't know what they were doing. Suddenly, the, the boozy brawler gets his hands on that bottle of champagne like a professional. Drank out of it. Didn't have a problem. No. And then he, he <laughs> drank about half a bottle of champagne while they're out there Uh-oh. by himself. So, <laughs> so they're out there. They're having a good time. They're just rubbing everybody's noses. And, and, and now the people are starting to get fired up. There was a lot of kids there. And it was the type of room where even when I was looking around and it didn't look like people were cheering, uh, the, the acoustics in the place were such that it was just so loud. So it was mm-hmm. great. So these, these kids that were getting fired up and they, they really hated McCarthy. And uh, uh, it, it, it was really starting to get some heat going. Okay. Uh, so enjoy that a lot. Suddenly they get interrupted by Kellen Thomas, who apparently lost the New England championship to McCarthy. Mm. He comes out and he's like, I'm outnumbered. So he goes back and he grabs a stick. He's like, this is my friend Sticky. Story as old as time. And then uh, he's like, I also got somebody uh, uh, watching my back. Lumber Jake. So you can, you can imagine what Lumber Jake looks like. <laughs> Big, big abyss type dude wearing a flannel. Um, And so they lay down a challenge. It's going to be a four on two impromptu handicap match, tag team style. If the baby faces win, then right in that very ring tonight, Thomas gets a rematch Mm -hmm. against McCarthy for his uh, title. Now, we left to cut ahead. We left right after the handicap tag match with this big heavy stip on it. The baby faces won. And I was like, we got to go. So I didn't even hear if they did the match or right. if McCarthy weaseled out of it or what it was. I got to assume McCarthy weaseled out of it because you then to, that. I was like, drag Turok out of there. Dude, they would have been there till like past 11 if, if, if they worked two more main events. Turok. Punch short, but I mean, but this angle was so hot and Jack got so fired up. He kept saying, I was like, I was like, okay, well maybe we'll leave at the break. He goes, no, we got to, we got to see that, 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 that big tag match with everybody. We got to see the big tag match with everybody. I was like, all right. And I was getting tired and I'm like, Uh and this kid, he's just sitting there. Like he had a Sprite and he had a, he's just fired up. (laughs) Even your uncle left kid. Come on, dude, for real. So then, uh, then we get a tag match. These next two matches before the break uh, were so fun, so entertaining. Uh, we got the NCW Tag Team Champions, the Hoods. Mm. Okay? I'm not sure. Uh, the Hoods, they're from the mean streets of Seekonk. 
Okay. Well, I, we assume Seacon. Uh, they had a manager with the... So the, these two dudes, you know, dress like, you know, hoodlums. Hmm. And uh, they got a manager, Kevin Castro, who's got his, uh, you know, sparkly sequin sports coat. He didn't do the... Uh, uh, he didn't do the, uh, the, the Castro from Cuba. No, no, unfortunately. So they come out. They are just, I mean, when I tell you, they went to everyone in the crowd individually and, and got heat with them and argued with them. I mean, their, their entrance was over five minutes long. Of oh, just come on. It, but it was great. They got everybody going you yeah. know the the kids were beside themselves hated them the adults were just tickled by it and then there was a lot of people there who clearly it was just in town for the fourth of july have you ever been to one of these no this is crazy this is fun <laughs> there wasn't a cynic in the place mm. it was wonderful no arms folded no nobody going this is do these people know that it's fake none of that mm. it was work just rate. work right it was just great. And now Jack is fired up. He's standing on his chair. He's screaming boo, giving him the thumbs down, giving him the loser L, saying Ooh. you suck. So he's screaming at the one dude who's in the ring and he's like, you suck. And then the other guy comes around and he goes, would you just say? And then Jack immediately backs out. He goes, no, not you, the other guy. And I go, no, 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 Jack. Tell him. Tell him he sucks. You suck. The guy's like, oh, yeah, 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 I suck. How am I the champion then? It's amazing. So they finally get in the ring, and their opponents are supposed to be the Dirt City Murder Crew. And hey, Jack, I was telling... Oh, you going upstairs? Come here. I was telling Uncle Vince about how the, um, the hoods, uh, how bad they sucked. You remember? Like this guy? Remember how bad that guy sucked? Tell him how bad did he suck? All right, go use the bathroom. Thanks for your input. Um, Where is Dirt City? Uh, Dirt City. Uh, well, the Dirt City Murder Crew—they hail from the Dirt City. So, never heard of it. Me neither. You know, maybe they're not from New England. Um, this appeared to be a combo of Mike Montero and Ricky Maderos. Uh, and the story here was Mike didn't trust Ricky. Mm. Uh, it wasn't clear what the background of it was. And he even said at one point, uh, he's like, you people don't like Mike. He goes, you people don't understand the history here. <laughs> so, uh, but they put on a great match. Um, the hoods had so much heat. They were such, they were just so rotten. And then of course they had Castro on the outside, just like pulling all sorts of shenanigans. The kids were just beside themselves with this one. It was just, it was a delight. Uh, hoods go over. They completely cheat. Um, they powder out. People are, people are just bullshit about it. It was amazing. Then after the loss, Ricky cuts a promo, tells Mike that he loves him, mm. and asks him for a hug. And then everybody in the place starts chanting, hug him, hug him. Mike, so he says to him, I'm, it's too soon for me. 
Mm. To which I turn to my brother and I go, yeah, this guy doesn't hug on the first date. I don't know if you know this. Um, he takes off and then Ricky goes on because there was, there was a few spots in the match. I was like, they did a great job telling the story. There was a few hiccups. There was a few like Ricky goes for his finisher, hits Mike by accident, you know, all this stuff. Yeah. Um, so then once Mike leaves, then Ricky goes out and he just starts hugging people in the crowd. It was wonderful. It was great. Uh, Gotta get it somewhere. Comes around, gives some high fives to me and Jack and Jack's face after a wrestler high fives him. It's just like the greatest. (laughs) So then the big uh, main event for this side of the break was... Uh, br- this was the um, Brett Ryan Gosling from Newport, Rhode Island, and I hoped that this was intentional uh, because Newport is, you know, most people who've never even been to Rhode Island, they've heard of Newport. It's, you know, it's the port city. It's 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 an island in the middle of Narragansett Bay, and it's very affluent, very old. Um, a lot of old money has come through there, and so you can imagine. This guy hailing from Newport, and his name is Brett Ryan Goslin. That he's he's a pretty boy. He thinks he's better than us. Um, and I hope that this was intentional. On the program, Newport is misspelled. They spelled it with two R's. Uh-oh. And I was like, please let that let the, let that be the gimmick that this guy says he's from Newport, but he doesn't even know how to spell it. Like he's there just trying go. to act like a big shot. Like when Bobby Heenan would say he was from Beverly Hills, right? You know. Uh, so then he goes against Teddy Goods. This guy, um, he must have been on dark or something because when we went to the gimmick stand, he had an 8x10 with an AEW logo. Oh. Um, Might want to report that to Tony. Tony. Tony it's like when, uh, when, you know, when Pop got asked to write that one thing for the onion and then when we put it on a flyer, the fucking onion was like, you can't do that. <laughs> Unbelievable. You were on AEW once. You can't put that on your photo. Hey, hey, hey. Tony Khan sent me here to confiscate all of these. Um so then Teddy Goods, uh white meat, baby face, just fantastic. Comes out. His whole gimmick is that he's from um Kojo's Toy World. And uh this I'll show you, Vince. Uh, this was just this is a stroke of genius. His, he's got the regular 8x10s, but he's also got... Um, they look like the old cards oh, from the yeah. AWA Remco figures. Cool. So that's part of his gimmick is that he's, you know, he's there for the kids. He's Tony Goods. He's got the goods. Uh, Jack took a picture with him. Just loved it. Loved it. This was the Dope. greatest. And uh, they worked a hell of a match. So much... Uh, heat, the, the the crowd was so into it. They were fired up and it was just the perfect pairing of like the ultimate good guy. He loves the kids. He loves toys against this you know, snob from Newport who thinks he's better than everybody. Um, they put on a great show. This was the one where Robbie the Giant had some involvement because uh, Gosselin tried to escape. I guess it seems like Gosselin and uh, Robbie the Giant have a feud going on. And so the gimmicks with these two matches was each one got to pick the other one's opponent. Sound so like they might be working toward a cage. You got to hope so. 
So then a uh, 15 minute break, we came back. Uh, the crowd lost a lot of steam, uh, but still some good stuff after that. We had Devin Blaze versus uh, Foxy Calvin Campbell. They put on a pretty good show. We had the housebroken hardcore rules Mm-mm. for the NCW Women's Championship. This was a first, Vince. Housebroken? We had the housebroken hardcore rules match. Uh, we had the champion Ava Everett uh, versus uh, Delilah Hayden. Um, and Delilah Hayden was seconded by Derek, D E R I Q U E. Okay. <laughs> Derek. That's like and, uh, Mike Kaplan. Right. <laughs> and Tim Kilgore, who. Uh, had a referee shirt on. There was a hardcore match. I guess he was the ref. Um, it it wasn't completely clear. He had a lot of makeup on and like purple hair. And when he came by, Jack just screams at him, I love you. Huh. And Kilgore stops and he goes, why do children always say the sweetest things? It was just the, mm-hmm. it's the greatest. So did anybody who was going to the bathroom indoors end up getting taught how to go outdoors? What was the house broken part? To win this match, you had to put your opponent in a dog crate, like a giant oh. cage for a dog, like a big full-grown sure. dog. Sure. Now, this, is, this was a new one for me. Yeah. Um, and also, it felt like both of the women were heels because Delilah comes out and it's clear she's mean and you know, she had cool you know, uh, fuzzy cat ears that were multicolored. Uh, she had some bondage stuff on, but she was being mean to the other two. And then Ava comes out and she's got like a pink cowboy hat on, cowgirl hat, I suppose. And a lot of the people were booing her. There was one guy in the back who I couldn't tell if he worked for the promotion or if he took the time to print out these really elaborate signs. Um, could be a little bit of both. But he had one of her head, and it just said "gross" over it. Mm-mm. So I was like, "There's this was this was a t- th- and this was the one coming after the break." And I was like, "This this one's tough because there's no one to root for. So how are you going to get people going again? And plus, it's you know a all ages show. You're not exactly going to have uh, blood and guts, let's say, for your hardcore match. But still fun, still very entertaining. Uh, the guys both took bumps into the dog cage, which mm. just looked." terrible um like i was like never (laughs) and then uh ava went over she paid off kilgore um kilgore and then you had the big tag uh the handicap tag you had uh uh thomas and lumberjake versus the league of excellence uh they went at it lots of fun got the crowd back going again and then we got out of there. So I didn't mm. catch the last two matches if there even was two. Get but, at uh, us, people. Someone was there. New England Championship Wrestling. Maddie says, check it out. Big time. And they have, they have a streaming service. Oh. So appar- apparently, I didn't check uh, High Spots or Independent you know, Wrestling. What's the, other, what's the other streamer we have? The Indie? Uh, we don't at the moment, but uh, we have had. and We, we have had it in the past. Um, independent Wrestling Television, IWTV. But they certainly have their own, so you can uh, you can get in there. And I enjoyed it, and I couldn't believe it. I I mean, literally, 
I'm driving down Hope Street, going to my parents' place, past the VFW, driven past it a hundred times. And then there's a tiny sign out front and it just said wrestling. And I was like, excuse me? Yeah, that's fucking great. Uh, Loved it. Does does that mean that maybe on Friday we see Jack over at the Ukraine for uh, Bussy versus PP Ray? Dream tag. I don't think he's ready for the game changer just yet. Bucket of sprites. Get him right down front there. (laughs) Get him ready for the big... I mean, Bussy versus PP Ray. Now that's a match. That's huge. When's the last time we saw PP Ray? Are you going? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't currently have a ticket. I, I would. I would think probably not. But, but you know, it could be a game time for game change. I'll keep you posted. If I am, do. I going. I, we don't. We currently own no tickets. But again, all things are possible for a man of your stature. Because I feel like uh, you know, I feel like uh, making love. Well. Daddy needs a break after. Uh, <laughs> oh, right. Well, you, you know, know, you could you could try to time it out, and you could go down to PCW, and then get back in time to you know you could catch half of each show since there's always is this two another shows in town. It's one of these nights. What what is it with with one SoCal? Of these nights. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's constantly, and then you know, you know, actually on Saturday is LA fights in Baldwin Park. I assume it's at the old bar wrestling venue, but I don't know. I saw that they're doing LA fights on the next day. That's a great spot. That uh, that Legion post out there, yeah. Baldwin yeah. Park. It's it's a it's a woof of a drive, but I I never had a bad time at that that venue. Yeah, I don't know if that's like a nighttime show or a daytime show or what they're doing there, but uh, I did. I I think that match just came together the last day or two. I was very curious. That seems like that will be a very fun match. PP Ray versus Bussy. That's incredible. Um, uh, but that yeah. dude still have his, uh, you know. I can't even think of his name. Reyes? Peter Avalon? Just, oh, uh, Ray, yeah, uh, Reyes, right? No. Does he still have his Jesus look? <laughs> Probably. Hopefully. I remember when he first rolled in, like people just chanted Jesus. Ray Roses. Ray Roses. Ray Roses. Thank you. Um, yes. <laughs> Maybe. I wonder. I was actually wondering if we're going to get some GCW over the old um, All Out weekend out in that fucking soccer dome. Remember that? Dude, the Be COVID where dome. you park. Careful, um, careful where you park. Can't park over here. This is for the bar. You got to park across the street in the at the library. What was it? Was it a, it, No, it's just a it shopping like apartment. center. I thought it was like an apartment building or something. No, apartment, anyway. we would have gotten sued. We parked in front of a bank. I know that I was oh, like... Oh, that's right. That's right. I felt, I felt good parking in front of the bank. I didn't feel too good running across that freeway. <laughs> that was a busy street. But uh, uh, last one's in. Last one's in the building. You know, uh, uh, Sunday night, I originally, you know, they, they, they restarted the, I don't know if you remember last year, there was like A&E had the WWE doc and then oh, they yeah. would have the, um, the, that show about like people's collections. Right. And so they restarted, but this year it's a doc and then it's a rivals. Um, and then they actually have a like, basically like they're talking dead at the end of it with um, a woman whose name I recognize, but I didn't recognize her. And then at least this first week, it was Booker T and Rosenberg. So I lasted about 15 seconds. But I say that to say, I originally was like, I don't know if I care about any of this. And then because night one, it was the undertaker. 
But then they release a clip of Undertaker sitting at the kitchen counter talking to his mom. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'll watch this. Okay. And it ended up being, it was, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it really? was good. It was a good doc about just, you know, I mean, not a ton of um, shit you didn't know, but it was still a good time. And there, you know, there's a couple of little things in there. And, and then uh, the thing though that I, so I, I, I was like, okay, let me just throw a series record on this. And so then I'm watching it like after the fact or a little bit after it had started and I realized, oh shit, like what's the rivals that's after this? Like what, you know, so I didn't, it was Brett and Sean and I didn't catch it until like after it started. Mm -hmm. I'd like to go back and watch it because it was like, it wasn't that one that they originally did on DVD. The, the it was DVD. like, a, it was a new, like new interviews and everything. And, and okay. it, it was also awesome. The only thing I could have done without was they would like cut to this little round table that was like JBL, nah. Kofi, hmm. um, Kevin Nash, the one guy who would okay. have known the most spoke the least. Oh, of course. And then there was like, a I swear, other, but like, I'm going to take those stories to my grave. But like, cause it's like JBL is just, he's just a honk, you know? So he's just going like, well, it was the greatest thing that ever happened in the world, you know, because it was the WWE. But like, yeah, so it's like, yeah. all I mean to say is that the little round table pieces did nothing, but um, all the other shit was great. So it was, I mean, was, when I go, good. when I go back and watch the legends round table, like from, the what was it WWE on demand you know uh, yeah like it was the precursor to the network what was it it was called WWE I'm, yeah anyway that those feel like even at the time but especially now looking back it's like it feels like somehow they shot those like behind Vince's back yeah you know because of they get very candid but also like the cigarette and cigar smoking that There's happens. People smoking and right. drinking. Yeah, they're like they're drinking. <laughs> yeah. They're just it, and and, it, and they're they're all old timers. Most of them predate, you know, Vince taking over the company, or they worked in other places. And so hey, there is a lot of like that. A fucking a gram in there. You've got like right. You know, just yeah. You know, there's Pat, and when Patterson would be given a microphone, Pat didn't care. Right. Pat didn't care at all. Yeah, um, but those those were good. Then and then immediately, you know, it's like next week is Goldberg and the the rivals is Undertaker and Kane. Which I guess I coming off of this week, I should be like, well, I should at least be a little more interested in that one. But um, I don't have any. Uh, I, I don't know. These A and E docs are all pretty good. They're well done. They're not WWE. They're well done. Yeah. So it's like maybe the Goldberg could be interesting, but I have you know. It's the same thing with the Undertaker and Kane. I just I I am so like done with the real Glenn Jacobs. <laughs> I'm just like right, which is why I was like fuck the Undertaker. But then I was like, sure, ah, it's good, you know, whatever. Well, I'm also I'm just like I'm just done with the late '90s. Like, yeah, how? What else do you have to say about it? Right. <laughs> you um, know, yeah. Um, because put it this way with the Goldberg doc unless they acknowledge that yeah yeah a Nitro Eric would pump in the chant like that was on speakers trying to get people going it's like there's really no more insight or or dude what I just realized oh no um the 
two things happened during the uh wait a minute one maybe one was during um the undertaker one because there was two times where triple h was like being interviewed and i was like is this like right after he got let go or something because he just like they start talking about the under like when they brought you know like mark callis up from wcw to meet with vince mm-hmm. and uh and and triple h is he's kind of like well, you know, and of course, so Vince, he doesn't see it. He doesn't, he's like, oh, this guy's got nothing. I don't, I don't know what you want me to do with him or whatever. You know, like kind of just being like, he just straight up is like Vince, you know, he, go, he says it in a way that's like, of course, Vince. Right. Didn't, didn't fucking get it. Of course. You know, it's like, oh, wow. Okay. All right. Now we're talking. Right. That's, and there was, gotta, that's the most honest thing I've, I've heard all day. There was one other thing. Um, I can't remember if it was, which one it was in again, where Triple H. I was just like, whoa, he just like fucking laced another, one, and laced another fastball in on his fucking father-in-law. He's just like, yeah, you know, of course, like me and Mark comes in and of course Vince doesn't get it. Vince doesn't uh, know what to do with the guy. Yeah. There was some other thing unrelated to that though, but it was, it was I was like, Vince fuck was, him. Vince, the guy walks in and Vince took one look at him and said, well, this guy's dead in the water. It's like, like hey, I'll make that your gimmick. You'll just be a dead guy. <laughs> yeah. Whenever they caught but whenever they caught fucking Paul, dude, he was not in the mood. Was this on the Sean and Brett one? Maybe I think, yeah, I think it was like one, one on one and one on the other, but, but both, okay. in both instances, triple H is just like fucking saying some shit, you know? Well, cause that, cause then that's the insight you want on the Brett and Sean one is like for Hunter to admit his involvement, the phone call. You well, know, he didn't do that. But. Of course, <laughs> oh, of course not. Um, but it's also like, Cause you know, Sean now has kind of grown his hair out again where it's like, it's, he just looks so strange. He's an unusual looking man. I mean, now if he grows his hair long again, it's like now he's just going to look, you're just leaning into the Harry and the Henderson's look. Yeah. He, um, there's like a part at the end where like, like, I don't know if it's in Dallas or something, but like, Bret Hart's like kind of standing in this room and then, you know, Michaels comes in and they're like saying what's up to each other and talking for a minute. And Michael's like, you know, Brett, it's good now, you know, or whatever. He's like, you know, Brett, Brett's really good about, um, you know, shooting a text for a birthday or an anniversary. <laughs> Brett's like, Hey, happy anniversary to you and the nitro girl. Eh? You know, uh, just got an alert on my phone. It's your uh, birthday. Have a happy one from the Hitman. Oh, forgot. You still haven't been on Simpsons yet, have you? Uh, <laughs> when is the next like live shoot interview with Brad Hart? You know, uh, that was the oh, highlight. I think, no, it's, 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 it's StarCast weekend. He's ta- he star, uh, the StarCast, his thing is he's just talking about the Davy match from fucking Wembley. Oh, right, right. Oh, but this is star- in Nashville? Yeah, at the end of the month. But that'll be on Fight? Yeah, the whole all all of Starcast will be on will be on fight. I already purchased the package that includes the roast and Flair's last match. After I had to wiggle through and find the way to just buy it for like right. a normal price. <laughs> no 3D renderings or you know, uh free mortgage um oh consultations or nothing, you know. I f- I feel like this may take us to our new a weekly segment speculating on Ric Flair's last match. <laughs> so a card is coming together though. Yeah. That's true. I mean, 
God forbid it be collected anywhere in one spot where you can look at it. And the the this isn't on this isn't in the package. I don't know what it's airing on or if it's airing later, but the new Japan show that they're doing as part of Starcast, like they've got Moxley versus Desperado. They've got a couple of guys they're bringing in that okay. are not the normal um the normal fly-ins, it doesn't seem like, but or maybe they're just like who's not in the G1, but um I tried Googling or searching for Flair on um Twitter and apparently there's Flair Airlines. <laughs> oh boy, be careful now, Maddie. Be careful of these airlines you never heard of. Well, why are they trending? At least that because they canceled a flight and people oh. are like, why is my like um, I will say, so the first, you know, they're they're releasing this like weekly documentary or whatever leading up to Flair's last match. Okay, and the I don't know one, about this. The first one dropped. It's like twenty some minutes. I only got part way in, but I was like, they're like, they were going deep into fucking Reed's drug abuse and shit. I was like, damn, they're just fucking Ooh. wolf. Like, it's um, I mean, I guess it's it 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 felt to me more just like a Ric Flair documentary than a. It's like got his you know, the, the mother of at least a couple of the kids, you know, going like, yeah, man, and Rick wasn't fucking around. Like, or he was fucking around, but he wasn't a round. Um, so <laughs> I didn't, I didn't get uh, deep enough to really file a report other than to say it's, it's just a Ric Flair documentary. It doesn't seem to be, well, you can't, you can't have a fucking build to the last match when there's no match to build to. I guess. Right. right? Yeah. I mean, we're getting, Pretty close. They should have had, you know, they should have had like Boogeyman sitting next to his ex wife or something, something to give us a little hint, like who's going to be in the match, you know? What am I looking at? There is Boogeyman. Leslie Goodman, Ric Flair's first wife. Mm -hmm. She's pulling a gold razor blade out of a box, like a jewel, like a, like a ring box like a fine jewelry box okay so she she had some relations with razor ramon or what are we talking i don't know what are you watching a video i'm all i did was put rick flair last match into twitter and yesterday this was this video clip was tweeted from uh rick flair's account and this is apparently a clip from episode one of yeah the doc series episode one that's what you want to get to maddie as soon as we're done recording i know you'll check it out so are these for free ready? on the website? I don't know. It's just somewhere YouTube or some shit. Do I have to pay to watch the build? No, I don't think so. I think they're trying to sell some tickets or some pay-per-views or something. But uh, Okay. All right. So they're doing a little bit better job of... Okay. Now the card is laid out on the website on StarCast. Okay. Ooh. Okay. So we got Ray Phoenix and Taurus versus Laredo Kid and Bandito. That's hot. Got Jacob Fatu versus Josh Alexander. Big time. Outstanding. Got a three-way, Jordan Grace, Rachel Ellering, and Deanna Peruso. Perazzo. Okay. Uh, love it. So, so, so far, uh, it's a triple-A impact show. Um, okay, MLW, Killer Cross with Scarlett Bardot versus Harry Smith with a cup of coffee. Oh, be careful. So that's your MLW match. You got a New Japan match. Clark Connors versus Ren Narita. Right time. Into that. And your dream match. Brothers versus brothers. 
the Briscoes versus the Von Erics. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm I'm ready for Ring of Honor now too. Now that they got the Briscoe FTR. Oh yeah. Too, man. When is that? When is that pay per view? Twenty third. Okay. It's the week before. The week before Ric Flair's last match. Okay. Um, so who knows what kind of gold the Briscoes are going to be carrying into that match? Uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe you know. Maybe they'll send a, um, you know, Shelton Benjamin and uh, Drew Gulak or something. Maybe every every promotion needs to send a match. They very well might. You know, they very well might. But, It'd be uh, nice if if there was some WWE representation. But they put I them just, back in the open. You know, right. I mean, because that's the, well, here's what's going to happen. I said it before. I'll say it again. Mark my words. After this, Vince will bring him back to Raw, to SmackDown, whatever it is, you know. They should, I mean, Vince's next, you know, big everything's fine seg one promo, it should be him and Rick just strutting around going, we're untouchable. Everything's fine. (laughs) A couple of guys who were up to no good. Um, Started making trouble in our neighborhood. That's right. Uh, And then, of course, I know you must have seen, well, First of all, I know you listened to the first episode of Click This, Kevin Nash and Sean Oliver's new podcast. Dude, Click This. This is an instant subscribe. It um I listened to the first bit of it. I need to get a little deeper, but it's uh Yeah. It it um it's like a lot of uh yeah. There's no there's no format. No. You go from uh you know you go from mass shootings to, you know, who knows how to work on raw <laughs> shit like that. So it's, it's just, just it's open lines. It's open. It's, a, a, right. it's an open mic for big Kev. The one that went up, it's two plus hours. It's titled Scott Hall, but really the first episode is titled Scott Hall. I didn't even realize it's, that. It's called Scott Hall. Last call with Scott Hall. Hey, what's going on? It's your host, Scott Hall. Last call with Scott Hall. I'm your host, Scott Hall. They should have brought in Zabisco. Slouched on a couch with Larry Zabisco. Larry's going to talk some... And a fucking... uh, And a pedophile. (laughs) Chasing rants. Anyway, uh, and so then what about Eddie Kingston versus uh, Takeshita? Um, No. Moxley. No, no. They wrestled on Friday night. Eddie Kingston wrestled Takeshita. Takeshita. Takeshita on Friday, and now oh, Takeshita wow. will wrestle Moxley on Wednesday tonight. Oh, I missed Rampage entirely. Oh, well, dude, you better get on it. Really? I didn't realize that happened. You better get on it. And the other, um, you know, really cool thing that happened was they fucking, you know, they really went after each other and got into it. And, you know, Eddie's belly was hanging out. So then you, you spent uh, Saturday with everyone talking about what a piece of shit he was. Um, Man, not you know that, but there was the you know it was like sure, yeah. What do you mean on Twitter? Of course. Where else? Of course. It wasn't. It wasn't at the fucking farmers market, dude. I swear, man. I don't know what algorithm I'm hooked into. All I see is you know people complaining about the people who complain. Um, um but but anyway, I, it's so funny. I like like I saw the new Thor movie. Uh, loved it. Loved it up and down twice on Saturday. You know, we talked about it on Watch It with Matt and Glennis. And 
I tell you, man, I saw one post on Facebook and somebody was like, you know, I don't understand. So I'm seeing a lot of people on Twitter who love it and a lot of people who say it's the worst movie ever. And I'm like, that's everything. That's everything on Twitter. There's no, like, you can't go to Twitter to get a sense of the public's opinion on something. You know, yeah. it's, 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 you got to do a uh, survey monkey. You want to know the public's opinion on something. That's right. Hey, yo, survey time. How survey many people, time. how many people came here to see Thor Love and Thunder? How many people came to see the NWO? Please keep Shingo away from my survey monkey. Uh, <laughs> but what I mean to say, Maddie, and, uh, Nevertheless, nevertheless, he persisted. So, so Rampage, you got to catch up on Rampage because that also featured uh, Tony Nese versus Orange Cassidy. Um, Come with on. Smart Mark Sterling trying to get people to sign enough uh, of his fucking uh, yeah. whatever the fuck you call it. I can't think of what it's called. Sign a... Uh, sure, sure. Yeah. What's it called, Matty? Uh, the um, petition. The class action. Petition, whatever. To... Uh, yeah. Never going to work. It's never going to work. But uh, I mean, when, when Sterling comes out, I'm, you know, I can get it up a little more than when uh, QT comes out. Yeah. To interrupt uh, Dark Order's big announcement. I can um, now confirm Casey Corbin will be in Chicago with us. And I did see today that on Dynamite tonight, they're going to announce the next pay-per-view. So we'll finally put to rest just where that pay-per-view is going to take place. You know, we're all pulling for Chicago, Mm -hmm. but Hey, whatever will be, will be. And, uh, needless to say, if it is in Chicago, we're going to do our sweet gimmick again. I mean, fingers crossed, unless the guy gets a hold of me and is like, it's, you know, five times the price now or something. But sure. If if it's feasible, which I'm hoping that it will be, we will at least do one for rampage on that Friday night. Right. With as, just like last time, it goes to the Patreon first, and then if there's any spots left, which there weren't last time, it'll be put to the public. But we're going to do everything that we can, and uh, you know, and the people who want to put ketchup on their hot dogs, you know, uh, they can all sit together. Corbin going to be in the suite. Promise you that. If there's a suite, what's Corbin put on a hot dog? Any idea? Um, you know what? If I had to guess, I bet he eats it plain. <laughs> you know what? That sounds probably right, but I don't know. I th- I think he I, and maybe I've I, I know I've seen him eat a hot dog before. Sure, I can we, see I remember him. this is a memory of you know one of those yeah. memories of like going to the hard house and shit in Calgary. But he like yeah, he, we went to IKEA just to eat one day, and I know that he hit, hit some dogs that day. But I tell you, man, I can I can hear him too, and he's just like, no, I'm a purist. If I want to eat a hot dog, I'm eating a hot dog. Why would I put ketchup on it? Why would I put mustard on it? Then all I then all I'm eating is ketchup and mustard. You know, I want to taste the hot dog. If I want some, if I want some mustard, I'll just have a spoonful of mustard. What is what is hamburger but ground steak? What is it? What about dynamite? Now you surely you watched dynamite. Has Rhode Island even got cable television? Yeah, no, I loved it. I loved being on uh, the, the East Coast uh, feed. Gather the um, family around, mom, dad, and everything. Yeah, no. No, that would have been nice. I mean, uh, Eddie Kingston's promo, you can't go wrong. I was surprised there was no follow-up. He didn't run to the back to check on Ruby Soho or anything. 
Mm, that's um, uh, probably because that shit was taped way before because Jericho was in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> now it makes sense. Um, I love the Appreciation Society. Matt Menard, you know, he's always he's he always gets his digging. Oh, can we talk about the Matt Menard promo after Blood and Guts that they put up on the web? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, was that a wrestling promo? It's Daddy you know, Magic, too. I watched that three or four times. Um, if you haven't seen it, go to AEW's you know Twitter. Go to my Twitter. I retweeted it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's you know he's got dried blood all over himself. He's limping. And it's just, it starts off and it's, you know, he's half a baby face, but, uh, you know, he's, he's all healed. And he's just like, this match was unnecessary. He's like, we proved everything, uh, in the arena, anarchy arena match. Yeah. And then, and I loved this and I, and I hope this was intentional because what the way it read to me, he goes, we proved beyond a shadow of a doubt. And then he stopped talking and he just bent over. And like really considered his words because I was like, he hit us with one of the most tired cliches in pro wrestling promos right. beyond a shadow of a doubt. And then he comes back with the most honest thing he can. He's like, my son took his first steps last night and I wasn't there to see it because I had to be here. And he's like, my wife keeps asking me the question, why do I have to do this match? I've been listening to it all week. It's, it's, it's incredible. And he's like, mm-hmm. I'll tell you why, because I went from nothing. And Chris Jericho gave me an opportunity, the greatest opportunity of my career. So it's out of loyalty to him that we did this match, which was so unnecessary. It was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. That guy, him and, um, oh, of course I'm blanking on his name. I think he could be the next star. Who's the guy from Street Profits who I think could be the next top guy? Oh, um, you're thinking of... Uh... <laughs> I know they're all everybody at home is screaming it. Uh, you don't have the pressure of a live microphone in your face. It's uh, like trying to do math for Montez Ford. Yeah. I, I mean, if people can get out of their way, if people can get out of bookers can get out of, the, out of their own way, particularly the Vince McMahon's of the world, if he could just get out of pro wrestling's way and go away, you know, Montez Ford can be the top guy in this business. Matt Menard can be the top guy in this business. In five, ten years, if we could get those two at the main event of WrestleMania or Double or Nothing, you know, I mean, I'm going to go and and just make a brash statement. Like, you could be talking about Hogan Flair at that point because those two are so good already and to think of where they can be with just a little help a little massaging a little bit of a machine behind them some media hype promoting them Mm -hmm. i mean it is such an exciting time to be a wrestling fan and seeing guys like that getting tv time and just, you know, they, they need to break away, and uh, they both will, you know, into a singles run somewhere. Matt Menard's babyface run is going to be incredible. If he's the breakout star of the Appreciation Society, and then him and Jericho have a series of matches, I mean, 
Forget it, dude. And then him and Eddie Kingston doing a run together? Come on, brother. Well, he's got to go in a shark cage this week, so we'll see how he deals with that. You we'll know, see how he deals with there's that. There's a lot of trip-ups in people's lives, you know, and one of them can definitely be when you have to do a match that somehow um, promotes Shark Week, you know? Tell me so, what, you, like, what your feelings are on the butcher's uh, tassels on his boots. Oh, I mean, uh, I dig the boot tassels. It's tremendous, he, right? His, his work this week uh, was a little... Um, concerning to me but uh i he's still young or i mean you know he's still young in the business he's not you know right um, i will i can we keep blade and swerve as far apart from each other as possible <laughs> that whole match just didn't it that didn't match, click no that match yeah i shouldn't even felt, say i shouldn't even say that about butcher the whole match just it wasn't butcher no the whole match was uh it, it was a, there was a couple of missteps and then i think people got in their head and that's too bad when that happens yeah yeah, yeah um yeah. But yeah, I mean, Swerve uh, is great, but it's it's just I seem to always catch him on off nights, you know. Yeah, and I, you know, I know Tony hasn't come up with the developmental yet, but he might want to get uh, Keith Lee over there, get him some working lessons. <laughs> come on, I'm fucking around. I'm just pulling your sausage, dude. What? Don't get oh, hot, son of a bitch! I tell you, this guy is a real get son hot. of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Um, it was good to see your old boy Brock back on Raw, kicking ass. You know, putting oh, Otis, absolutely, putting Otis you know, through a table. Yeah, you know what? I mean, Brock is Brock. I mean, I I don't think he's worth the money that Vince pays him, but uh, you know, I, I'm 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 sampling wrestling from a lot of different pots. You know, I'm mm. over there at the VFWs. I'm going to be over at the Ukraine <laughs> Center, just sticking my ladle in and just <laughs> just getting a good old you know a mouthful. Ooh. Um, Easy. What are you going to do? I mean, the Usos, they got all the gold. Ooh, so? You know, I, what, what, what happens next with I'm Ezekiel? I'm down with the Usos, bro. I'm down with the Usos too, but it is, there is a certain point with, you know, anybody who just can't lose or won't lose, you know, yeah. is, and it's just, you know, there's, it's a little too golden age Superman. If, if I can make a deep reference at that point where it, it starts to become uh, not as engaging because there's no drama. There's nothing at stake, you know? Now listen, Friday, Blake Christian versus Starboy Charlie. That's big for you. Starboy back finally with the broken leg. I guess broken so. Broken hip. What did he break? He broke something bad. I think it was his, his leg. Yeah. His mom was very upset about it. Johnny Game Changer versus Gringo Loco. That'll be dope. I like that a lot. Uh, Nick Wayne and Jordan Oliver versus Los Macazos. I'm not familiar. Okay, I gotta go. I gotta. I gotta Pussy, go. CPP Ray, Janella Blackwood, Zane and Titus. Whoa, Commander. whoa! Slow down. Yeah, Janella and Blackwood. Yeah, yeah. No oh, doubt dude, about I'm it. I'm in. I'm in. What were no the bro. other ones? Uh. Zane and who? Uh, not the Titus you're hoping for. It's Titus Alexander. Who's that? Uh, I think we've seen him. I, looks, it sounds familiar, yeah. He looks kind of generically familiar. And then Commander is a uh, luchador with a mask that's similar to a couple other luchadors, I think. Okay. All right. No uh, 
Our favorite uh, micro brew isn't making an appearance, Mr. Deppin. No, that's who. Yeah, it's him and Commander. Versus oh, Commander. oh, yeah. I, I wasn't even looking at the other guy. Oh, that's hilarious. And more. It's always good to be and more in these things. You know, it's like any. It's like a comedy poster. You want to be and more, don't you? That's right. Just like when I am struggling to remember what we talked about when I write the description of the show, I always end it with an and more. And more. So much more. Always more. Shit, dude. Well, that's going to be a big Friday night, Maddie. I'm telling you what, bro. Is it as big as a Friday night in Dallas during Star Wars season? Hmm. I was like looking into that today. I didn't, I guess I did not realize that they just had a Star Wars like four times a year. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, Fritz just flying under the radar, you know, George Lucas, 20th Century Fox, nobody, you know, buzzing in to be like, you know, just like Newman pops up on Jurassic Park. Uh, uh, uh. How come they never brought Sam, Sam Jackson back? In those movies. Uh, you know what? I probably saw Jurassic Park in the theater and never again. I didn't even know if Sam Jackson was in one of them. He's in the first one. Yeah. I mean, that's, I saw that one in the theater. I don't know that I right. saw another minute of Jurassic Park again. Uh, Stephen Ray Morris. You're not missing anything. Boy, those Raptors, huh? They, it, they're, horrible movies. It's it's oh. crazy to me that you can screw them up that bad. Fucking also, the ad, the ad campaign for the latest one, it's like, they're still running commercials where it's like, this summer dinosaurs are in our world. It's like, that was like a two-minute montage up top where they do a news report to bring the audience up to speed. And it's like, make, the, make that movie then. Make that yeah. movie where there's dinosaurs in everyday life. Not this, you know, CSI chasing locusts. Yeah. And then fucking... and a news report is the bottom of the barrel, laziest screen. It's not even screenwriting. You, you're just recapping the last episode of Lost. No, I want to I want someone to like be reading the post on the subway and then they bring the paper down to scan the train and there's Brontosaurus. <laughs> That's all I want, Ben. On its way to work with a fucking messenger bag on. <sighs> this is a great show that we watched these two world class championship wrestling season two episode, get black gorman please episode 51 on peacock <laughs> the season finale Vince. december 24th 1983 star wars from Re reunion arena bill mercer in a tuxedo class so, you know, Jack, it's important. We, we walked into a place with like, you know, it's called like, uh, they had like, it was just called fancy women. It was something fancy. Oh. We're, we're waiting for our food, me and Jack. And uh, we wandered down to the other end of the parking lot. And I go, oh, they got fancy clothes in here. And he goes, fancy clothes? Do you think they have kids, fancy kids clothes? Do you think they have a tuxedo? Then he had it locked in his brain that he's like, I got to get a tuxedo. Oh, wow. We've got to buy a tuxedo. And I'm like, oh, I, I'll show you the video later. What's he going to wear it to? Does he have an idea? He just wants to rock it? You know what? It's, Baseball again, camp? You get the... He might be done with that. He's, he's adamant he's not going back. Baseball's done. I'm like, well, we got to find something for you to do because uh, <laughs> I got to get some work done during the day. Because uh, otherwise, uh, <laughs> my head's going to pop. No more baseball. All right. Well, there's got to be we'll something. See. 
We'll see. Uh, we got some dorks singing God Bless America. Uh, the lights go out and the sounds of also Spock Zarathustrust. Hmm? The theme from 2001. Well, I thought fucking Tricky Rick was coming out. To well, no kidding. <laughs> also spoke Zarathust. What are you talking about? I'm trying to say the actual name of the song. Ah, uh, please. Zarathustra. I can't even say it. Theme from 2001 plays. Uh, and it can only mean one thing, Vince. Flair. Nothing. Oh. No, it means nothing. It means the missing link and Johnny Mantell are going to be in the ring when yeah. the lights go up. Forget that. How about that link. So Link and Mantell, they have themselves a match. Um, missing link. He does too much with his head, man. Does too much with his head. Pulls his own hair. Maybe that's what Michaels is going to do now, you know, because it's only going to be in the back. Just a lot of those. Try yeah, to straighten man. out the eyeball. Maybe next time he's in uh, Saudi Arabia wrestling. Fine. I'll grow a skullet. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, up next, the Iceman King Parsons and Brian Adias cut dude, a promo. Fucking Dave Meltzer cosplay, dude. He looked like Meltzer oh, in the front row God. of Chi-Town Rumble. It's incredible, right? Apparently, that was the look for, you know, muscle-bound dorks in the early 80s, dude. Wow. Don't don't get him banned from Facebook because mm. Brian Adidas will uh, let you know how he He'll feels. He'll get himself banned. <laughs> He'll get himself banned, complaining about getting banned. You're banned. Uh, Iceman, strange makeup job for his fake burn. It was it was very interesting. Looked like it looked like a like a cartoon steak just on his cheekbone. Mm, Hollywood. Mm, God. Zabada. So, uh, oh, and we get a response from Akbar and the Super Destroyers, the Super D. Super Ds. Akbar screaming about this, that, and the other. We are completely in the Akbar era, baby. Iceman and Adias versus the Super D. They have a long tag match. A uh, lot of action. Breathe with the Akbar. <laughs> They had a long match, a lot of back and forth. And then we go to a Kerry Von Eric promo. Kerry says Akbar owes him $20,000 now at this point Mm. uh, for body slamming Kamala. Interest. Akbar has a response. We are in the Akbar era. Main event of tonight, Kerry Von Eric versus Kamala. It's about what you expect. It's Carrie. It's Kamala. They're going at it. It's very interesting. There, there was a lot. There was a lot more. I mean, Kamala's still working that gimmick, but there were moments where, where he kind of like begs off, not begs off, but like he like powders out of the ring, like he's just like ah, forget this, and he like rolls out, and I'm like, it's not a very Kamala thing to do, where he's just like ah, I, I'm gonna take a walk. You need to cool off for a second. <laughs> that 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 <laughs> caught me. Uh, very flat finish uh, Akbar just trips Kerry Von Erich and referee David Manning decues him carry over by DQ and then he body slams him right then he body slams him so it doesn't count because it's not during the actual match these Von Erich boys they don't think things through very often do they well he didn't you know he's not mm-hmm. the one that DQ'd himself 
Next up, World Class Championship Wrestling, the season premiere yes. of season three. 84. On Peacock. Peacock. January 7th, 1984. The beginning of the end. Mm. Second half of Star Wars. Mercer runs down the card, gives a few replays. I tell you, man, when they showed that replay of Mike Von Erich's debut, when he has that run in with Michael Hayes, and when Michael Hayes tosses him out of the ring, that kid took a sick bump to that floor, man. And there was no pads. That was just wood or concrete mm. or both. Wooden concrete. I don't know what it was. Hard. He went down head first and managed to tumble onto his back. That was nasty. Yeah. Straight to the ring, Black Gourmand versus Jose Lothario. <clears throat> Wait, what? what? Did you fall asleep? What happened? No, 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 no. no. I'm, okay? here, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I'm here. I was just saying Gourmand. <clears throat> yeah, it bored man. I was bored man watching this. Oh, man. Jose Lethargic and the Black Bored Man. We get a Mike and Kevin promo. This was the height of comedy. This is worth... This gets a star just for the absurdity of it. Dude. Kevin cuts a promo. Go back and watch Mike breathe. Oh, my God, dude. Watch him this, breathing during this. If he didn't get septic or whatever, what did, what did he have? I think he had toxic shock. Right. From, so I don't know what shock. it was from, but he got toxic shock. Yeah. It, it was probably just from the stress of standing there right. next to his brothers thinking my dad's behind the camera and he's going to murder me. He's, he is the living embodiment of every nightmare I've had about having to wrestle a match. <laughs> my God, dude, this poor kid. So Kevin cuts the best promo of his career. No flubs, no blubs, just runs through the sentence, tells everybody what's going to happen, turns to his little brother, Mike, and says, Right, Mike? Microphone yeah. over to Mike. Mike, Mike goes, right. <laughs> this is the height. We hear from Buddy and Gordy. Terry Gordy and Buddy Roberts just destroying it. This was such a, a promo. Gordy's got the mic. He's just raring, roaring, ready to go. Buddy's standing there with the, the wig with the uh, braids and the mm -hmm. blonde hair. It actually looks like a mop. Looking, it, looks, it looks like a mop. And he looks so smug. And he's got that smirk, you know, his chin jutted out. I mean, nobody did Buddy Roberts better than Buddy Roberts. And then he gets the mic and he goes, and this is the wig I used to wear. I don't have to wear it anymore. My oh. hair's coming back. Michael Hayes is coming back. You're going down Von Eriks. So we go to the ring. Von Eriks versus Freebirds. Mike and Kevin versus Gordy and Buddy. Um, they have a hell of a match. Great tag. Mike really enjoys using a headlock. I don't know if you noticed this watching this match, but Mike Von Erich, if he puts you in a headlock, you're going to stay there. For a while, Vince. For a good while. That's what's up, Mike? Eventually, a um, Santa Claus is outside the ring. It's, you know, Star Wars. Christmas it's Star Wars. holiday season. Doobity doo. Suddenly. And Michael Hayes, too. Santa hits the ring. Lays out Mike. It's that S-O-B-P-S Hayes. 
Yeah. I mean, I had never seen a Santa Claus with a fanny pack before. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Doop, doop, doop. And I heard him exclaim as he rode through the air, doop, doop, doop. And a happy new year to do. Suck my dick. (laughs) (laughs) You want a present? I'll give you a present. My dick. So uh, Santa gives Mike Von Eric a pile driver. Uh, Mike gets some color. They get the DQ. uh, And the Von Erics won that one. So I, I don't quite understand what, how the stip works. They, Mark Lawrence took a long time trying to explain the stip up top. Gordy grabs the mic. Um, Michael's coming back one way or the other, my friend. Well, they kept talking about pinning whoever pins, whoever pinned, but then there wasn't a pin. So I'm like, I don't know what to make of it. So we'll find out. Uh, Here we go. Main event time. We get a uh, Chris Adams promo with Sunshine. Sunshine is ready. Chris Adams is ready if he beats Jimmy Garvin. Uh, then Sunshine gets five minutes with Precious. We go to a promo with the gorgeous Jimmy Garvin. Uh, kills it. He's he's at the height of his thing. Precious is there. She's terrible. Uh, and worried. She's very worried. Baby, don't worry. Listen to me. I got this thing sorted out. Will you listen to me? We go to the ring. Jimmy Garvin versus Chris Adams. Uh, they do a lot of... Uh, uh, tying up, back and forth, some drop kicks, sunshine flips, scissor locks, you know, uh, double knee strikes. Uh, you know, they exchange some knee strikes, snap mare. Garvin gets busted open. Ooh, Jimmy. Something. Not that Jimmy. beautiful face, Jimmy. Jimmy's gorgeous face is marred. Adam goes for a double knee drop, misses it. They reset more back and forth. They use some roll ups. The finishing sequence. Uh, Garvin reverses a roll-up that uh, Adams had done. He's got a handful of tights. Referee doesn't see it. New champion. Mm, Big handful of tights. Big handful of tights. They're in the ring. Uh, Sunshine is beside herself, furious. She's trying to tell the referee, you missed it. He had a handful of trunks. Ref doesn't care. Didn't see it. Then when they're in the ring celebrating, Precious goes after Sunshine. Then Sunshine gets on top of Precious. Jimmy Garvin powders. <laughs> Sunshine rips off Precious's blouse. Precious powders. And they are standing there beside themselves. And Sunshine is so good. She's so great. I, I don't know how we track this woman down and talk to her. Uh, and then Mercer signs off at, with an empty arena. And next week, we get David Von Erich versus Rick Flair. What songs are you going to come out to? They already fucking I know. this shit up top. They spoiled it, dude. They spoiled it. Mm-hmm. So there we go. That's your world-class homework for the week. Vince, who's your favorite wrestler? Takeshita. Mm, oh, come on. I mean, the guy, I didn't realize he's been wrestling 10 years. I thought he's like four years in. Oh, yeah. But I thought he was on a... Ex- uh, I thought he was on excursion because he's like new or something. I mean, does no Noah doesn't even do excursion. I don't know what the fuck, but he's he's. Right. Uh, I mean, the guy is fucking so smooth. He's so good. He fucking, uh, you know, he had the great match with Eddie, and then he, you know, uh, I think GCW did these because um, they had a settlement with IWTV because that's where their shit used to be, and then there was a whole lawsuit and that. So part of the settlement, they were having some shows, settlement shows. 
So he actually wrestled the king of rat shit mountain, Cole Radrick, this weekend. Cole Radrick, by the way, Carlos's new favorite wrestler. Okay. Um, but uh, do you remember that kid or not? No, I do. I remember. Yeah. I remember. I don't remember liking him, but uh, I guess him and Takeshita had a little match. Nice little match, but uh, looking forward to Mox and Takeshita here tonight. Well, Carlos is is always ahead of the curve. Is he? Or does he, you know, um, sometimes shit on people for the way they look, and then all of a sudden, uh, this guy can do no wrong. But anyway, (laughs) love you, Carlos. You know I love you. (laughs) Matt, who's your favorite wrestler? Uh, I got to go Daddy Magic, Matt Menards. Um, Absolutely, I do. The uh, promo he cut, I I have to, uh, again, insist. If you haven't seen it, go out of your way, find it. It's worth its weight in gold. I may may watch it again when I hang up. This is is truly an all-time great promo. It's going to be one of my all-time favorites. It's going to be up there with, you know, some Eddie Kingston's, Mick Foley's. Black Gorma. Only the best. Yeah. There you have it, kids. Vince, where can the kids find well, you? Online. Vince Averill on Twitter or Vince.Averill on Instagram. Monday Night Beers Podcast. This your old pal, Matt McCarthy, saying follow me on all forms of social media at McCarthy Redhead, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. That's where I'm most active. We watch wrestling. Uh, when I get back to town and things go back to normal, I'll be posting more video clips of the show on the TikTok and the Instagram. Um, I've been meaning to put up the clip of Bret Hart roasting uh, Ric Flair at the Ric Flair roast and watch it with Matt Glennis. We just did an episode on Thor Love and Thunder. We also discussed Chinatown. You ever see Chinatown? Oh, yeah. Do you like it? Um, I mean, I remember thinking it was fine. I don't remember, you know, I, yeah. I think I, I, you know, I probably watched it in a film class and then exactly some other point kind of thing but I, I we finally came to terms with I was just like this just feels like a movie I'm supposed to like and I just I don't get it what about Maverick though Maverick five I love Maverick I, no, 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 I give it four and a half stars I don't, know if I, I don't know if I gave it the five stars minus a half star it depends it depends on it the half star always comes down to rewatchability for me like, am I going to, because I'm like, I love this movie. I love this movie. This is perfect. Am I going to throw it on and keep watching it when I have free time? That's what puts, that's the difference between four and a half and five stars for me. Zenu. <laughs> Are you calling me an XP? No. Call me an no, SP? No, 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 no. But you'll be in the shadow of the blue building come Friday night, it sounds like. And I, maybe I will too. Make it happen. Make it so, number one. You got it, brah. Patrons. You know, you donate to the Patreon, you get a shout-out from Vince McMahon, including all sorts of bonus audio. (laughs) Tyler Byrne. Mm, Tyler Byrne. Tyler, baby Tyler. Nick Endel. Mm, Endel, the startle. Don't startle Endel. (laughs) Thank you, Patreon patrons. Thank you, everyone else. Thank you, thank you. And we'll see the patrons for the Q&A in a hot minute. Forthwith. Bye-bye.